Before we get started, if you haven't already, go to briannasexton.com and get my email marketing cheat sheet, where you'll get five tips to getting started creating an email marketing experience your customers will crave. If you already have it, well then just keep listening. Hey there, I'm your host, Brianna Camacho Sexton. I'm a dog mom, tea, and French fry connoisseur of sorts. Oh, an email marketing strategist. I took a class project and turned it into a passion project, helping female online content creators and coaches build connection, increase engagement, and earn more revenue using email marketing sales funnels and copywriting. But how do you get them on your list? And what do you do when they're there? Enter Inbound Marketing with Intention. Here we're spilling the proverbial tea on actionable tips, techniques, and strategies to help you create purposeful content your viewers crave in a way that feels authentic to you. Ready to get started? The water's hot. Your fans are waiting. Let's get down to business. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Inbound Marketing with Intention podcast. I am your host, Brianna Camacho Sexton, and today we are talking nurture sequences. What is a nurture sequence? What do you need in your nurture sequence, and why do you need one? So, first, what is a nurture sequence? Also referred to as a welcome sequence. Depending on who you talk to, They can be the same thing, they can be different things, but for the purpose of this conversation, they are both going to be the same thing, your nurture sequence and your welcome sequence. So your nurture sequence is roughly three to seven emails. Um, We're gonna keep it nice and simple. Three to seven emails that gradually introduces your client or your customer to you, your services, and your offering, right? Because when they download that freebie, They get onto your list and the main question that they have is what's in it for me and how can you solve my problem, right? That's literally all they want to know. So that is what our welcome sequence is going to portray. And the way that we're going to do that is by building know, like, and trust, right? So... Pretend that we are at a tea party or a wedding, um, something fancy, why not? And you're sitting at a table and the person next to you asks what you do, right? You're not going to overload them with information like a 40-minute presentation. No, you're going to give them digestible little crumpets of information about what you do to entice them. And then they ask questions, they engage, they interact, you are building a connection. Boom, that is the entire purpose of this nurture sequence. So how are we gonna do that? Um, The three elements that we're gonna use and I'm gonna talk about today are personality for no, authenticity for like, and transparency for trust. So, first, personality. This is the number one reason that I dread writing nurture sequences for other people. 
because your story is so unique to you, unique to you, that it is nearly impossible. It's not impossible, but it's nearly impossible for someone to convey your story the way that you tell it. Also, if you are repeating your message in a certain way and then somebody else writes that differently, your your readers, your customers, your clients, they're going to pick up on that. This this is like the most personal and intimate conversation that you are going to have with your clients to start out. So, you want to make sure that you are really being yourself in this and making sure that your personality comes through. So if you talk in 80s references and 90s sitcoms and that is your thing, if you are writing a letter to your friend or if you are texting your friend or sending an email to your friend, right? All those little idiosyncratic thoughts or sayings like dude or um, for me it's hey there, right? Those things are the things that you're going to want to put in your emails because when people open them, they're going to know that it's from you. They're going to see that gift that you put in there or that three and a half lines talking about your dog that you put in there. If you're like the dog whisperer, talker of all things, right? All those little things that encompass who you are and your story, that is going to be what gets them to know you and then associate your brand with that email as something they'd like. Because if they don't know you, they're going to report you, spam, unsubscribe, and we're trying to do just the opposite of that, right? The second one, so now they know us, they know the things that we do. The second one is like, and this is just by being yourself. Because if you're anybody else, then A, that's really hard to keep up, and B, why? So, authenticity. And you don't have to be everything all out there, put it out there. You can pick three to five things that are all you. So for me, it's being a Navy wife, it's loving french fries and tea, it's being a rescue dog mom, copywriting, and college kid to copywriter. Like Those are my things. Those are the things that I talk about. Those are the things that my people, my the people in my sphere know me as. And that's what they like about me. They like that I sit up here and I talk just the way that I talk. And they know that I probably have a cup of tea next to me, like I do right now. Um, but But that's just me, right? So do the things that are you that make you you and create that, I don't want to say create a persona, but create that person that you want to be and 
do it in a way that feels right for you, right? Because if you are the most you version of you and you show up that way every time and give all that you have to that, then that's what people are going to like about you. It doesn't matter what your product is because products can be very similar from person to person, but what matters is that people love you for you and they're going to come back to the things that you do because they like you, right? So now we are at no They know our personality. They know the things that we do. They like us because we do what we do and that relates to them, right? We're totally relatable. And then trust through transparency. And this is something that I put pretty much in every email. Um, But mostly you're going to see this in the first two to three emails. You're going to see it on your thank you pages. This is the one that says, this is what I'm sending you. This is what you're going to receive. This is when you're going to receive it. And this is how you're going to work with me. Right? So just laying out those boundaries and then following through on them. So if you have a podcast that you are going to put out daily content at 7 a.m., then and you tell your people that, then they're going to expect you to show up and do the thing and have that podcast episode so when they wake up at 6.30 and they brush their teeth and have their cup of coffee, because that's what people do, brush their teeth and then have coffee, um, that they're going to finish their cup of coffee and at 7 o'clock, they know that they can go and listen to their favorite podcast and that the email saying, hey, the podcast is up, is going to be in their inbox at 7 a.m., right? Creating that transparency, that expectation and those boundaries is going to create the trust factor of the no like, and trust throughout that email sequence. And this is so critical right? That we are building these connections because when we're starting to build connections, we don't want them to fall off of the track, right? So we are inviting them into our space and we are offering them, going back to the tea party analogy, we're offering them these little crumpets, we're offering them these little sips of tea and all these cute little snacks and crackers that are going to get them nice and full. And if their tea is warm, they're going to feel that nice and warm. That warmth, those warm leads are what we take, right, as business owners and turn them into paying customers because we have nourished their hearts and their minds with the information and value that we bring all these little crumpets and nuggets um, to create this relationship. 
Great. So what needs to be included in your nurture sequence? We talked about your personality, which is always fun. Um, but the beginning of your sequence should start with a thank you, right? Because we don't want to be rude. We want to thank people when they come into our space for being a part and taking their time um, sharing their inbox because that's a very personal space that they have that they own and our email list is a very important home that we share right so first is a thank you next is a welcome where we talk about who we are what to expect next email can be one where we add value Another email could be an invitation to join, maybe a personal story as to how you got from A to Z, right? So all of these little bits and personal stories, um, value adds, whether it's blog posts, whether it's um, join my Facebook group, you can throw in a reply email, which is one of my favorites, because it allows you to kind of ask your people coming in like, hey, what's going on? Hey, what can I help you with? And you get direct answers that you can then take and use for future content to say, hey, I really know you because this is the problem that you are having and I have a solution for it, right? And then at the end, they can either opt in to a service that you have because um, you've you've warmed them up. They kind of know who you are. If you have a small offer that is relative, um, relevant to the freebie that you have and all of the, the value bits that you've been giving them, then you can send them to an offer. If you don't yet have an offer, you can drop them into your weekly sequence. And then from there you continue to build your relationship. But that's the engagement sequence. That's a bigger thing and that's for next time. But your nurture sequence is the most personal one because you are opening that door, welcoming them into your space and allowing them the space to start that conversation with you, to build that connection, to nourish them as they journey with you through their transformation. So that is what I have for you. That is why your nurture sequence is so important. Those are just a few things you can do to infuse no like, and trust into your emails. And that is all I have for you today. If you have any questions or thoughts for future episodes, please, please, please email me at Brianna Sexton and co at gmail.com. Promise I check my emails every day and I look forward to seeing you on the flip side. Chat soon. That was so much fun, wasn't it? Well, this tea session is done but your inbound marketing journey doesn't have to be. Go to briannasexton.com forward slash bolt to get your raving fans blueprint and create an email marketing strategy in less than a day. 
so you can get back to all the other fun things you have planned, like dancing in the rain or taking a wine tour. Until next time, take courageous action, make new connections, be yourself, and most of all, do it with intention. Chat soon.